Hey everyone, welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we're talking about adjustable rate mortgages. So let's get into it. We're here with Nick Woolridge of VIP Mortgage, and thank you for being here, Nick. I appreciate it. Happy to be here, Tom. All right, great. So let's get the podcast off. I've got a series of questions. Um, what I want to ask you, Nick, is you know questions that the average individual would be able to assimilate and then the answers so they could assimilate the answers, okay? So first of all, you know we're going to be talking about adjustable rate mortgages. You and I understand it because we're in a business, right? But what really is an adjustable rate mortgage for the average person? What do they, what do they need to know about that? Basically, an adjustable rate mortgage is different from like a fixed rate where your rate can change depending upon how the market moves. So there's a couple factors that go into calculating the movement of an adjustable rate mortgage. Those could be your index, your margin, um, and there's a couple different things that would go into those as well, depending on which arm you go with. So it's tied to an index, which is a fund rate. Is that kind of what that is? Mm -hmm. So that fund rate fluctuates up and down daily, hourly, weekly, monthly? Yeah, it corresponds with the market. So okay. however the market moves, it will correspond with that index rate. Okay, and then you use the term margin. So that's really the profit that the person who's lending the money needs to make, right? Essentially, yes. Okay, great. So it, it adjusts depending on what the market is doing through what's known as an index, and then the margin aspect of it is the profit that they want to make. So if somebody wants to make a greater profit, or are the profits like insurance rates locked in? Yeah, so typically when you get issued an ARM loan, yeah. they are like a standard, usually like they're a 5-1, or they have different numbers that go in there, and those will correspond with how often they change, as well as the rate will no longer change after a certain point. Okay. So it can fluctuate for a while and then it locks itself? Is that what you're yes. saying? Okay. So the five and a five one, what does that represent? Typically it's five years. So it can change over that five year span. And then on the one means it will change every year for those five years. Okay. So it's like an anniversary date, right? Exactly. It comes to an anniversary and okay, if the, the investment market drops, then the rate might drop. If the investment market rises, then the rate rate might rise, right? Exactly. Now, are those are those tied into like the 10-year bond, the 30-year bond? So they typically correspond with um, different treasuries. So okay. one that we have is the SOFR, which is a secured overnight financing rate. Another one's a CMT, which is a constant maturity treasury. And then at LIBOR, which is actually getting phased, phased out, and that's the London Interbank Offered Rate. And and the LIBOR rate, is that's usually tied in with a lot of credit cards too, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So, you know, Nick, who benefit from an adjustable rate mortgage? So typically somebody who uh, likes to kind of maybe gamble with the market a little bit, and they're thinking that the rates are going to drop in the future. So most of the time your arm rate is going to be lower than your fixed rate. And if rates are high, you may want to get an arm because you're thinking that the only way they're going to go is down, but on the same chance that they could rise and you could, you're also risking an aspect there too. Okay. So you, you talked about the rates are lower um, with an adjustable rate mortgage than a standard 30 year fixed, right? Mm -hmm. Typically what's that difference? So let's like right now, I think, in the marketplace as of the 10th of July or June. Um, I think it's like five and a quarter, five and, th and three A's, something like that on a 30 year fix. What would an average be for, let's say a five year adjustable rate mortgage? 
Um, is it like a half a percent, a percent? Yeah, you're probably closer to the five would be my guess. Okay. Or my best estimate. Okay, so it's not a big jump. It isn't no, you're it's, dropping two points mm -hmm. or two percentage points. Yeah, the market's kind of a little crazy right now with okay. given the circumstances. So your, your rates are kind of bouncing all over the place. And for a long period of time, um, the adjustable rate mortgages were not really a thing because the fixed rate was so low that right. an arm was actually higher. Okay. And uh, so right now we're kind of re-implementing those back in and essentially we're trying to figure out, well, the banks are trying to figure out what a good rate for those would be. Okay. And so those rates are, are set by the banks versus set by the marketplace or the, the Fed mm -hmm. that you hear so much about. So what are the costs of an adjustable rate mortgage versus like a, um, a mortgage that would be a standard 30-year fixed. What are the cost differences? Or are they pretty much the same? They're pretty much the same. It's all the same work that essentially goes into them. Um, the only difference is who you're you know, locking your rate with, who your investors are. Okay. So, you know, can adjustable rate mortgage be refinanced to a, like a standard rate? Would that be like what they call a refi out? Or what would that be? Yeah, so it would be just a typical refinance. Um, same process as would if you had a 30-year fix that, you know, you wanted a lower rate on, so you refinanced to a lower rate. It'd be the same process. So if somebody came in and, and they were um, thinking, you know, I think long-term rates are really going to skyrocket. Uh, I've been into my adjustable rate mortgage now for two years on the five years. I think I want to not gamble. I was thinking they were going to go down, but they're not. It just looks like they're going to keep going up. Um, I'm going to, I want to relock in. So are there like uh, costs associated like points and things of that nature, origination points, stuff like that? There's no like prepayment penalties on those, correct? Usually? No, not usually. Um, if you get in the kind of the non-QM loans, okay, those are uh, where you kind of will get a lot of the prepayment penalties and things. But with your standard 30-year fix and your ARM loans, there's no prepayment penalties So what's typically. a QM loan? That is a non-qualified mortgage. Or a QM would be qualified mortgage. Okay. So that'd be your standard um, Fannie and Freddie, your 30-year fixes. Okay. Typical, uh, you're collecting pay stubs, bank statements, you know, W-2s, the right. whole nine yards. So it's not like a private investor or sometimes in our market we use the term hard money lenders. Um, I think they're similar. Yes, hard money okay. loans are similar to non-QM loans because they're okay. not through your, you know, your Fannie and Freddie. Um, but typically they're through like other banks. Like okay. So specific banks will offer non-QM loans. Okay. Or okay, great. brokerages. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. So, you know, in your, in your um, business, you come across a lot of people. Uh, ha has anybody asked you that, you know, is it a good idea to use an arm here? And what would you say would be the time, where and when would you want to use one of those adjustable rate mortgages? Typically, with an adjustable rate mortgage, there is a time where the loan won't move. So okay. you're, you're locked in for, um, like before I said, five years. Right. And then uh, between those five years, it won't change. So you're kind of in that grace period. So I would say maybe if you were planning on moving, you know, mm -hmm. in three to five years and your rate's not going to change, you know, why not take advantage of that lower rate? 
Okay. So let's say, you know, we're in Tucson, Arizona, and Davis Monthan Air Force Base is here. We're a pretty big military town. So, and there's, you know, relocation all the time with the military. So that might be something for a military person to utilize if they weren't using their VA loan. Right? Yeah, yeah, that could definitely be okay. uh, something they'd use. Or somebody that might be working for Amazon that every two or three years they get shipped, or Raytheon, mm-hmm. you know, those big um, big employers that are in Tucson, Arizona. So that would be a, a, a time where they, look, at, well, I'm here for three years, my contract is up, I'm going back to San Diego, let's say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to buy a house here, I'm going to write up the appreciation value, I'm going to get a th- uh, like a five-year arm, I'll save a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred bucks a month on my mortgage payment. And then I know I'm going to be out of here in three years before the loan is matured. I put my house, I list it with uh, the Tom J. Krieger team. We get <laughs> it sold and we move on, right? Absolutely. Okay. What are the, what are the things that, that let's say the general public needs to be aware of? Because you hear, and I, I've been around 42 years in this business, you hear people talking from the ghosts of 2006, <laughs> seven and eight about the arms and they're, they're what caused the crash and all of this kind of stuff. How do you alleviate those fears with people? I mean, arms I think are only as scary as you can make them out to be. You know, if you truly understand how it works and what you're signing up for. So if you have a good loan officer who explains the whole process to you, I think that is crucial. Okay. And you're not, you know, ready for a surprise when your rate changes as well as your you know, weighing that risk that your weight is going to change. Okay. But um, the big thing people kind of put those out to in, like you're saying, the 2008 is that a lot of those rates changed and pushed people into foreclosure. But when you qualify somebody now for a ARM loan, there's so many guidelines and everything that go in there that they're qualified even if the loan hits its max amount that it would go okay. up to. So are you saying the guidelines have changed since 2008 to not, and Absolutely, now? yeah. It's a okay. lot stricter. Um, it's a lot harder, you know, to issue loans and everything. Um, there's right. just, there's a lot more protection to the public. Okay. Now, was that as, as a result of the Frank Dodd Act or Congress just, maybe not that act specifically, mm-hmm. but Congress getting involved again so we don't have to have any trouble asset relief? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Great. Well, everybody, well, thanks a lot for listening to this podcast on adjustable rate mortgages. And remember, if you know anybody who is looking to purchase a home, whether it's in Tucson, Arizona, or whether it's in Billings, Montana, we have connections all over the United States. Please feel free to reach out to us. You can see the number below. Nick's information will be right down at the bottom of the page. Do not hesitate to call Nick. He's very qualified. Um, Nick? I want to tell them you're going to be here for the next podcast we're doing. And so that one is going to be on assumable mortgages. And I think you're going to find this very fascinating. So until next week, America, stay safe. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.